Startup Uncensored, the questions you have with the truths you need to hear. And now your host, Michael Dencio. Holy smokes, guys. Great episode today. You are in for a treat. I am telling you, Mailing Works. This episode is all about how to drive new patients to your brand new startup. Uh, and, you know, marketing is a mix, a marketing mix. You've heard that. Maybe you haven't, but I, I was a marketing major and it's all about marketing mix. You mix a bunch of stuff together and you get some output. So mailing should be in your marketing mix. And a lot of naysayers about uh, mailing doesn't work. It absolutely does. People that think mailing doesn't work is because they're not tracking it. If you track it, I bet you it works. Now, of course, like anything, um, you know, there's an exception to a lot of roles. And yeah, maybe for some folks, mailing doesn't work. But for the, for the vast majority, it does. We talked about like, does it even work? Uh, we talk about uh, the technology in print these days. So it's not just slapping ink and sending postcards and hoping and praying. Um, and it's not just putting on a phone number. There's a lot more that goes into it. So the technology, the heat maps, the call listening, the scorecards, uh, the off front office training of what they're doing wrong, technology in print. Um, talk about ROI and kind of like the average patient, annual patient value and 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 the investment that goes into to mail and uh, and and does it even make sense and what is the definition of success um, and then we talk a, a lot about the percentages like statistics on like what's the average office miss call percentage and 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 you know uh, conversion percentages and we, we talk a lot about that and then the last thing we talk about is what promotions work so if you're gonna do a mailing what what are the best promotions nationally statistically uh there's there's science behind all this stuff so guys listen up startups you're trying to figure out how to get new patient flow heck i don't know any dental office that doesn't want more new patient flow and this is an avenue a marketing mix part of the marketing mix an avenue um let's get it going the encore series startup unscripted let's hit it all right all right guys welcome welcome another season or never episode of uh startup unscripted encore uh series um we are in the thick of an encore series that really deep dives into now that you're open because that's what the whole season was about was getting you guys open for business so Anybody that's a, a startup looking to get into business, start from the top. Go to episode one and work your way through. But we are all the way through that. Now you're open. Um, and the big thing is, is how do we get patience? <laughs> I always say, I always say, man, like, yeah, like it's super fun to pick out ADAC and pick out wall coverings and carpet and the vision comes alive and the brand is super fun. But you have an office and it's beautiful, but no one walks through the door. And that's 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 what you guys are sweating from day one is how the hell am I going to get new patients? And so today uh, I have a special guest, a friend, a partner in the industry. I'm a big believer in this and we'll get into why because I have a background in it. But uh, Mr. Aaron Boone from uh, MVP, Mailhouse owner and founder, and uh, this guy's crushing the dental mail industry and 
There's a lot of reasons why. And I'm a super nerd about mail and we'll get into that. But Aaron, welcome, brother, to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, man. Um, thanks. Thanks for being a part of it. It's uh, it's always fun to have great people on the show and and learning from uh, your guys's big brains, because I, I, I truly believe that, like, if you specialize in one thing and you're great at one thing, then you're going to dominate like the the better you are at one thing you're going to crush in that one but if you're like a jack of i had a dentist the other day say i'm a jack of uh that's it i'm a jack of it was funny but um if you're a jack of then you're just okay at everything so and i think that's kind of your philosophy right so just break yeah. it down like tell me about your company and yeah so uh very straightforward, simply put, MVP stands for most viable practice. We exclusively work with dentists and we exclusively do direct mail. We are a one trick pony to your point. Uh, my business model when I started this is do one thing for one industry and do it ridiculously better than anybody else. And that's what we've lived by as, as we've done this ridiculously better than anyone else. And um, yeah, so I've been doing this for about 12 years. I uh, started my own business, just like a lot of you startups. I decided to chase the American dream. Got tired of making other people money. Um, you know, corporate America or the big DSOs of the world. And, uh, you know, took a chance on on myself and um, grew a team. And man, it's been a really fun roller coaster ride, you know, through COVID and all those things. But uh, it's been fun. So, um, yeah, that's why I'm excited to talk direct mail where this is all we do uh, all day, every day. I, I think I can really provide some unique insight and some pro let's, tips and, uh, things to really help you. Let's get into it, man. I, I, um, I, I even wear... grew out my beard for this presentation. <laughs> I normally don't have a beard. I love it. I was just thinking like, man, I got to up my game because, uh, I don't let it get too, too far. And when it starts getting like ratty, I was just like, yeah, you know, but, but you're totally pulling it. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> God, I wish I, I wish I could do that. That's awesome. Um, and the, the, for those that don't follow us on YouTube, get, get on it. Cause these are kind of funny and entertaining, but for those that are watching today, if you don't know Aaron and his, his, uh, his athletic journey, um, you, you're going to have to, you're going to have to do some research, but I knew he was going to have the the Wildcats helmet back there. And I had to represent my team, uh, uh, the bu the Buckeyes, the, the, Oz, the, the Ohio, Ohio State, State Buckeyes. That's right. <laughs> uh, we're, we're getting ready for football season. I'm excited and I had to represent. So anyways, um, back to direct mail. So yes, you guys just do this and I think you're doing it really well. But let's get down to the foundation of direct mail in general. And that is, does this crap even work? And um, And I know it does. But I want to hear it from you because I think there's a lot of like ROI conversations. And I actually want to get into that later mm -hmm. on in this episode, of like how to track ROI and all that. But I think there's a lot of ROI conversation, but there's also a lot of branding stuff going on yeah. too for a startup. And so, yeah, direct mail. Why direct yeah. mail? Why? Well, let's talk about it. So, yeah, my background, I played college football at University of Kentucky. Um, I was a walk on and ended up having a great career. Um, and at Kentucky, I got to play professionally for nine years. So my first team was the Cowboys. Uh, I was roommates with Tony Romo. That was the only claim to success I have. <laughs> and then I went to the bears and the Carolina Panthers. I played in NFL Europe. So this reminds me of the old glory days, uh, when I come in and look at the helmets, but jokingly, I say that because a lot of this is what led to 
where I'm at today with direct mail. So I retired, you know, 12 years ago or so. I'm 44. So I played a long time, nine years bouncing around, uh, getting paychecks, playing football. Um, I created a love for analytics, right? It's, it's just like, it's no different from when you're in high school class, college class, you got to find out what the, what the teacher wants and how to get an A. Some are heavy on tests. Some are heavy on, um, on homework assignments, right? Whatever you do is going to determine your grade. Then fast forward into football. Like what are the metrics that matter, right? For a receiver. That's what I played. How am I going to get paid? How am I going to make this team? And analytics is a big deal in sports. Anyone that does fantasy football or any of those things, you watch any game, they know how many ounces of water you're drinking in the fourth quarter. Like it's crazy. <laughs> this is like Billy. Um, Be- this is like Billy Bean Moneyball. I didn't think. Yeah. This is, no. this is, is this where the the, the episode's going? Billy totally Bean. like that. I mean, I'm literally coaching my sixth grade football team, and we got like first full play call sheets. We got over. We got over 75 plays already. We're only one game in, and these hey, guys are probably drinking it. Like it's, problem, it's crazy. Man. So I, I'm. Uh, yeah, I know, <laughs> but. Let's get to direct mail. Okay. So when I retired uh, from football, no, I never got rich and famous. I didn't make bazillion dollars and I don't live on a beach. I had to get a real job. Yes. I had a good head start, uh, but I had also some knee surgeries, pay for that shoulder surgeries and stuff like that. But (laughs) I got into dentistry and I was shocked how little transparency there was, how little um, accountability there was. For marketing companies specifically, because that's kind of where my I landed. Mm-hmm. And what was happening is there's dental offices from startups to long established offices spending literally tens of thousands in marketing, and they had no real accountability or yeah. the marketing company or no real way of measuring. They were literally when when I started doing my first couple even even direct mail pieces, I'd call an office up, hey Dr. Smith, how do you think it's going? Well, I don't know. Let me ask my front desk. Yeah, and I literally ha- hear them yell. Hey, Mary, how do you think the marketing's doing? <laughs> and well, guess what? Mary. Mary doesn't care if she has one call or 100 calls. So mm-hmm. it's just more work for her in, in a lot of practices because mm-hmm. they don't align goals Amen. with the front desk, with the company, with everything. So That's right. guess mm-hmm. what Mary would yell back? She would remember the yeah, one call. It's kind of working. It's kind of yeah, working. She would remember the one bad call like, hey, how much for a crown? Yeah. And, oh, well, um, I can't tell you. Okay. Well, it's $1,500. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Um, so yeah. now in her mind, every person calling from direct mail yeah. is a price shopper because they had one inquiry about, she didn't remember the other 20 people that scheduled. Yeah. yeah. Cause they're forgettable the because they're forgettable because it was so easy. They're forgettable. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Cause they just call and say, Hey, I'd like to schedule an appointment. And they never even ask them where they came <laughs> from or yeah. how they heard about it. That's right. Anyway, don't get me started. But the bottom line is there's, there was no tracking in place. People yeah. are spending a lot of money and still are to this day without some real tracking elements. And I came from a world where if I dropped a touchdown pass, you just lost your deal. If if your contract, if you screw up, you're fired. Like, mm. because there is thousands of other people that would love mm. to be in your spot. Mm. Okay. So I came from a different world. I didn't, I didn't grow up in the dental world, so to speak, um, or mm. just drink the Kool-Aid of a, of a new marketing company. I started challenging things. Yeah. Well, why shouldn't an office know exactly how many calls they got, how many appointments they got from their yeah. mailing. Also, yeah. well, what are their best responding neighborhoods? And if you have multiple people, like someone's answering the phone, well, they should have some accountability too, because oh, yes, they should. oftentimes it's, it's, you know, you hire me to get the phone to ring, but what if you don't answer it? Yeah. Yeah. What we just had, you- we just had golden goose 
interview about picking oh, up yeah. the phone. Oh yeah, then you know all about that. Yeah. Well, if you, if you've listened to the episodes, but let, preach it, brother. This is this yeah, is a hundred percent. Okay, right. so here's just an example. I've I've personally mailed over hundred million pieces for dentists all across America. We've tracked every single call. So we put a tracking number on our postcards. It's a local number. It rings mm -hmm. right to your office. You guys answer it like any other call. Mm -hmm. The difference is these calls are being recorded. Okay. Call tracking 101. Mm -hmm. Within hours though, my team listens to the entire recording. So your Mary at the front desk is <laughs> now being monitored, so to speak. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we mm -hmm. actually go to great lengths to listen to that call. Mm -hmm. We write down who the caller was. Uh, did they ask about an offer on your card? Did yeah. they ask about a gift card? They ask about a whitening offer, whatever you may have on there. Yeah. We, we track what service they asked about. Are they looking for Revisalign, implants, mm -hmm. cosmetic, you name it. We want to track that to find out what's working best and what's not. Okay. 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 Aaron, Aaron's, uh, Aaron's passionate and he talks fast. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm going to break this down because no, don't, don't ever say sorry for, for, for being passionate because that's why next level loves your, 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 your company and what you do for our clients. But, uh, to me, I think, I think you're, you're heading down the right path. If you're working with a, a mail house or, or really any marketing company that's slapping on unique phone numbers, like that's, to me, that's, you know, that's practice life hack number one, but to me, that's like baseline to me mm -hmm. like that. That just tells me some numbers, like how many people called. Yes. But you and I both know that, uh, actually you taught me this, that that maybe they got the postcard or or they saw a Facebook ad or whatever, and then called from Google. Mm -hmm. We're not capturing that. So so what Aaron is saying here, and I, and and I and we're probably going to get into this, but it's not just if they called. It's also listening to your team because you're spending thousands of dollars on mail, on pay-per-click, on all the different things. And if you don't know what's working back to the analytics, then, mm -hmm. then you're missing out. And, and anything a consultant or a business owner can do to take out the guesswork of if something's working, you have to get behind that because like you just said, Hey, Mary, Mary, did it work? Like, <laughs> No, that shit doesn't work because Mary's making $20 an hour. She's not going to run your business as good as you will run your business or should run your business. And you're right. She's only going to give you half the answer. I mean, that that's the next level stuff. Yeah. And, that, and that's what changed. So now when I call Dr. Smith, I say, hey, Dr. Smith, instead of how's it going, it's a, hey, how's it going on a personal level? But hey, let's talk about your last, last mailing. So far, I see 20 calls through the tracking line. It looks like Mary has scheduled 12 of them. Mm. She should have scheduled four more, but she left one on hold for eight minutes and they hung up and never called back. She gave pricing on that crown to number two and, and they hung up and went away. And she was rude to the third person or whatever it may be. Bam. So, like, so the, now bam. you That's have it. real numbers. That's right? a different and, conversation right there. That's and, a different conversation. Hey, Exactly. It's totally different. And I can say, you know, the, the area that I really see we could work on here, I know you're working limited hours because you're a startup, but you guys are missing a lot of calls and they're not leaving voicemails. Let me give you a stat on this. 100 million cards we've mailed. Okay. 33% of calls are going unanswered or missed. Back to your case for a golden goose or some sort of answering service. 
33% of calls. And that includes established offices. Mm -hmm. So being a startup with limited hours, you're probably going to miss more. That's you're paying for three leads and only answering two of them. Okay. So it gets really expensive really quick when you're missing these calls. All right. So that's, that's number one, 33% of calls go missed. Now here's where it gets worse. Startup docs. When it's unanswered and it goes to voicemail, that's what people always tell me. Oh, our voicemail will pick it up. We'll get a voicemail. Listen to this. When your call goes to a voicemail, only 10% of first-time callers will leave a voicemail. 10% of first-time callers leave a voicemail. The rest, guess what they do? They Google what other dentists are nearby. And you just paid for that person. <laughs> you got their interest. They called. And now they're going somewhere else because you didn't answer the phone call. So those are big numbers for, for offices and especially a startup because that one patient, you yeah. don't know if that's going to be a $50,000 case or a $500 case or what you just don't know. Plus their family, their network, their referrals from work. It, that's why every call is so important. So I, I, I literally yeah, just, ahead. I literally just got off the phone with the, with a guy and um, he's doing a startup and he's building a 10 operatory practice as a startup. Oh. I, I, I'm not coaching him. Someone referred me on and the guy kind of needs some help in the back end, set up systems, whatever, hiring. Um, and I'm like, wow, 10 ops, that's that's aggressive. Well, I came from Pacific Dental. Okay, now and that makes sense. You, you go big or go home, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how much did you set aside for marketing? Oh, 20,000. Oh. And I said, that sounds like a budget for your first month for a, si for a practice that size, nice. you know? And- we started talking about it and um, the reason I'm going down this rabbit hole is that we talked about like how much more expensive your new patient acquisition is on a startup. Mm. I'm like, you're going to spend so much money getting the first patients in your doors. But once you pay for that first 100, then you're going to get hopefully 50 Google reviews or mm. they're going to tell their friends and activity breeds activity. Snowball. And um, yeah. But the key, right, is obviously knowing where all of the activity is coming from and which dollars are being spent and bringing in. So 33% of calls missed. And then I think at one time you told me, maybe you just said this, but I think you told me that like 30 to 40% of calls uh, aren't calling the phone number on the actual postcard. Yeah. So, well, that, and that's, that's another portion of this. Yeah, so with ours that are missed, we create a missed caller instantly. So you'll get a number right away. Hey, call this number back. They didn't leave a voicemail. They're not calling you just to chit chat, right? You don't call a tire shop just to talk to Bob down at the tire shop, right? So people, when they call a dental office, they have a genuine dental need or question. So these are high quality leads that someone needs to call back quickly. And that's another feature of the call tracking. I know we're spending a, a great deal on this, but if nothing else, well, I mean, this is about as it's, it's huge. Like this so, is it. This there's is only it. so many things you can control. All right. This is what I say. The mm -hmm. audience you hit. Okay. What homes are we going to target? Which is a, is a talking it's all itself. What neighborhoods? Um, then next is what is the message? What does the design look like? What offers do you put on that card? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing, the design, right? So audience message. And then third is what happens when it hits homes. And this is where the calls come in. This is where your front desk is so key. And then the fourth step is on you, docs. What happens when they come into the office? 
do they accept treatment? Do they enjoy the experience? You're not, you're not like recording people in office. Are you like, no, no, but it does stand out. Some CIA stuff going on here, (laughs) but it's interesting. You said that because what happens is all of this, this audience that you targeted with your message. Okay. Some are going to call this postcard number. Mm -hmm. Some are going to get the card, go to your website. In fact, we do QR codes all the time on these. So they'll scan it right from their phone and now they're calling. Mm-hmm. So we're we're not capturing everybody from that tracking number. Mm-hmm. Just the ones that physically call the, that I, I, I'm a big fan of the online scheduling from QR yes. code. I know oh. I know that throws off your statistics, but if I can get someone to schedule right then. Right. 100%. No, but I'll catch them on the back end. And, yeah. And it, talk about that. Talk about Yeah, that. this is how. So these calls come in from the postcard. Some will come in from online. Some will call. We listen to this all the time too. Hey, had we listen to a recording. Mary says, hey, how'd you hear about us? Oh, I drive past your office on the way to work every day, but they're literally calling that number. So <laughs> we can. So your front desk doesn't even know in many times. It many times, time. I I think the answer is Google. Almost ninety percent. Yeah. Oh, oh, I googled we, you. Google. And well, no, what's you frustrating did it. From my no, end, is they're literally yeah. calling from our number, but yeah. they'll say Google or my insurance side or whatever it may be. So regardless of how they got to you, what's important is they got to you. Okay, mm-hmm. you captured them. Yeah. So after our mailings, after our initial round, we do what's called an audit because this is a missing component. Even back, even, even for me to be held accountable, I could tell you, oh, look, I got 20 recordings, 17 people scheduled, but what if they don't show up? Did that bring any gain to you? No. Mm. So I want to know from our side and you want to know from your side. So I basically have you run a new patient report mm. after your first couple of months. And I compare that new patient report right out of your open dental, dentrix, whatever you use. I have instructions for you. You run a quick report and I compare it to all the phone numbers that I have, all the names we heard on the, on the calls, even down to the addresses we mailed to. So my address will match your new patient address. And I can literally say, this person got this card. Three days later, they walked into your office. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? Mm, I say no. I say no. I say no. (laughs) I'll show you. And and that's what's the transparency that I appreciate. And my offices appreciate is I'll show you the hundred percent matches where there's no question. Mm -hmm. They called from the number or they said the postcard or they brought it in. But I'll also show you those hot matches that maybe never even mentioned it, but literally they got the card three days before. Yeah. Folks, I've, I've had clients that Aaron said, Hey, this, this doesn't, this didn't work. And I know it didn't work because we did our audit. And at the end of the day, we we scraped it all and and it didn't work and and maybe maybe you don't do this again right um so so to me the analytics yeah sure maybe mail maybe mail doesn't work for you, for your area your location it doesn't work for 100% but the fact that you know now instead of 6 months from now is a year from now <laughs> that's that's the next level piece because every other marketing uh approach or whatever uh, product uh, strategy, you don't really know unless you have Aaron's technology. So that was actually going to be one of my questions. And we already answered is like, how have you turned direct mail into a a technology company? Because at the end of the day, you're just printing it, printing on paper and sending it. Well, look, there's a couple aspects of that. So one, you have 24 seven login access. You can go in and see these calls. You can listen to them. You can see all of our notes. You can even see how well your front desk compares to other offices across America. You can see what their closing rate is. You can see what offers people are asking about. 
Um, one of the things I love about our tech is when I do that audit at the end, mm -hmm. I pin drop out all of your new patients. You're going to see your fastest growing neighborhoods. And the geography is, is really interesting. What most people do when they start up is they pin drop their office and they draw a big old circle right around the office. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let's do the two mile radius. The four, how many times have you guys heard that four mile radius? Yeah. Okay. Listen, my to demographics me. report <laughs> said this. Yeah. Yes. Please, please listen to this one statement. People don't come to your office in a perfect circle. Okay. They just don't, they don't, <laughs> Oh, I'm at 2.4 miles. I'm going to that dental. That is ours, right? It doesn't happen. So as I've analyzed, I do heat maps. We built some really cool mapping technology where we pin drop out your patients as you grow. So you can see your growing community neighborhoods and areas. Vice versa, you're going to see where not to mail, where not to target. And you're going to save mm -hmm. thousands of pieces by taking those areas off as you go. But as a startup, um, you don't have patients to pin drop out. So leverage our experience of seeing how interstates, rivers, lakes stop people. They don't, both saying the other side of the tracks is a real thing in dentistry. It is a real thing, man. People don't it, migrate to your practice in a perfect circle. I'll, I'll be the first one to circle. tell you that, that uh, the kind of where I live, um, there's a highway and the bigger city uh, is blocking um well that 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 highways separating mm -hmm. us so i subconsciously i don't want to go to the grocery store that's one mile down the road but because i have to go through the you know yeah. underneath the overpass it's a real i go thing. to the i go to the two mile one it's <laughs> that that makes no sense <laughs> no it's totally true so i've i've literally done thousands of heat maps for existing offices and and i love it because when a startup comes to me I can say, hey, this is where I'll predict in a year from now or two years from now, let me pin drop all of your patients in two years. And we're pretty darn good as <laughs> of knowing where people are going to come from. Just because I've done this thousands of times for existing practices who yeah. already have the data. They've yeah. already done this, this, this startup. Yeah. And so it, it's super helpful. One, it'll help you save money because you're not over mailing, yeah. overreaching where people are going to come from at a high percentage. And one last thing on that, I... I tend to see people migrate towards cities. So just like you said, you'd rather go maybe out two miles this way rather than one mile in. It's hard to pull people in, um, or sorry, out of a city mm. to your practice over beltways or over, mm. you know, extension roads to come to you. It's a lot easier because they flow towards. Once they're in the little city bubble, they don't want to yeah. leave the city bubble. That's interesting. Um, Aaron, um, we we covered call tracking. I, I just think that's next level. We we've covered some of the technology. It it clearly works. I I really want to spend kind of like the back end of this episode in just really tapping into like your knowledge and statistics and and best practices. I let's let's yeah. spend some time on just in general ROI. What should someone expect out of a a you know, out of millions of cards that you've sent across the entire country. Mm -hmm. um, and we can't, folks, we can't predict what your market would do. I'm getting all crazy here with my hands. We, we, yeah, yeah. These, these mic booms and stuff. <laughs> uh, we can't predict what's going to happen in your market, but, but if we were going to play the averages, what's, yeah. what's the average patient acquisition, because you're looking at production as it relates to dollar spent, I, I assume. Right. So yeah. Yep. What, what should we expect? I have a number, but what should we expect? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. All right. So let's break that down just a little and see how we uh, agree on 
a patient. So mm-hmm. in my experience, and you read these, uh, you know, what is a patient worth? Number one, mm-hmm. and it varies, you know, pediatric practice versus a Medicaid practice, you know, they're going to be on the lower end, but in mm-hmm. general, Mm-hmm. I typically say 750 to 1250. What do you, what is your number that you always tell? Uh, I see over pretty the first year over the first year. Sorry. Yeah. No, <clears throat> good that we're staying on, on the startup. Um, uh, you know, dental Intel, uh, they're, they're an authority mm-hmm. that I use cause they're in 10,000 offices. Yep. Uh, $600 is, is kind of the okay. median range that I've, okay. I've heard. Yep. Okay. Perfect. So when, when I see these and, and even as I've done a, you know, a lot of startups. I think I think that if you're looking over ten thousand offices, it'll skew a little lower. But in general, for, regardless, for sure, let's say, for sure, let's go with that that seven hundred. That's assuming the first. Let's go. Months. Yeah, go seven hundred. That's good. Um, and I, I normally say a thousand, and even a lot of your customers will be there because what happens is you you have your initial one, you have your six month and your twelve month, right? So mm-hmm. even if they just come in for cleanings, you can mm-hmm. see how the value increases a lot. Yep. So when that back to why that phone rings, when that phone rings, that's that's money calling right there. Mm-hmm. Look at it as a seven hundred dollar or a one thousand dollar phone call every time mm-hmm. the phone rings. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you will answer the phone differently if you think of it like that, right? So all right. So <laughs> well, back to the numbers. Well, the doctor would. I don't know about Nancy yeah, Joe. Right. Did, did the most hard work. <laughs> you know. You know. So, I don't know about kind of like uh, yeah. Some some um. All right. So talking through numbers. So direct mail, and there's some really bad misconceptions. If you Google what is direct mail response, guess what? You're going to get results for a Domino's and uh, some really inflated numbers. And other marketing companies, direct mail companies, are going to tell you higher numbers, frankly, because they're not tracking it. They don't have any accountability. Yeah. We started this whole conversation off about accountability. Yes. I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. No. Right. So to the data, it, it does vary 100%, but I'll give you in general. So if you get, um, if you were mailing to 10,000 homes, so typically okay. our offices will mail 5,000 or 10,000 per drop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. On a 10,000 drop, we'll know when we do that audit, we normally see somewhere between 12 and 24 new patients. Yeah. Okay. That's now, what I thought you'd say. Yeah. And, and 12 to 24, well, we'll even break that down a little more. What is that percentage wise? You're talking about a quarter of a percent. So if someone tells you you're going to get one or 2%, they're crazy. That's a hundred calls or 200 calls. Mm-hmm. Now, have I had it happen? For sure. Yeah. But do I expect it? We have it? some clients that have, have had no, it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. They're just gangbusters. Um, but in general, I like keeping conservative numbers. But even at those numbers, 12 to 24, the math works really well. Mm-hmm. And that's why direct mail works so well. You mail to 10,000 homes mm-hmm. and people say, oh, well, it's junk mail. You're, well, for, for many people, yeah, they're going to throw it away. It doesn't apply to them. It's just like if you got a tire ad today and you don't need tires, is it going to jump out to you? No. Yeah. But those that are in that 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 bucket. So you can literally have 9,980 people throw this away. The 20 that don't just made you tens of thousands of dollars. That's right. Plus, they're going to bring their families if you take care of them. So Plus, by my, by my math, by yeah, my math. That's that's somewhere between seven thousand to fourteen thousand annual patient value, um, on just those patients. Then you get a Google review out of them. Then, like you said, you get the referral source. But, but that's just one drop. So, um, and most of our tracking is just on that first patient too. So, when I redo this audit in six months from now, mm-hmm. guess what? That household now reports two point three patients per household. Mm-hmm. 
or mm. 2.7 pay because oh. they bring in a spouse later or a oh. kid. So my tracking initially is just the first person that called. Bob mm. calls and schedules his appointment. But in six months, well, guess what? His wife also now came mm. in and their two kids. If you do a good job, patient experience. Exactly. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, it happens for sure. I mean, I, I've had a, a, yeah, you know, calls and schedule six, but normally it's, it's honestly, it normally will be one person and it's yeah. almost like they're testing you out. They want to give you a test drive to see for if they sure. like you. And usually and, there's a promotion. So, okay. Yeah. So, so you kind of answered it is like that percentage is going to be very low, um, you know, response rate, but that's, to me, that's, that's perfect. That's, it should be low. One, one last thing on that Mike, is the dollar amount. Okay. What, what should you expect to pay for a new patient in the seat? Not a lead, a new patient, but in your chair, right? So when I look at that number for a startup, it's going to be on the higher end. Normally I'll see two to $400. It's going to cost you if you really looked at like a true cost. Mm -hmm. But when you look at this down the road, that cost is dropping down between a hundred or well, less than that under 200 is kind of the goal. Yeah. If you could pay under 200 bucks for a patient, you're going to be rolling because they are going to continue to refer, take care of you and bring dollars. That's right. We, so. we, and we, and I just said that to, to the caller that before this was that you're in the beginning, the patient acquisition cost is going to be so much higher, but activity breeds activity, breeds activity. Mm -hmm. Your first 100 patients is going to drive your next four or 500 patients. And that could be like I said, keep saying Google reviews, uh, referring a friend, what, whatever it is. Um, so, so just, just the ROI of the actual campaign that you're facilitating it, it either break evens or, or you make great money, but then the back audit is multiple families, the Google reviews, the add on. So it, it, it does work. In the work. short term, I say two to four times return on your money in the two. short term. That Even I've, I've that heard three in a few months from you should start with having, you know, return from other mail houses. I've heard a, a one to three dollar. So that's a three times um, mm -hmm. on gross production, not net production, gross production. So great, Aaron. Thank you for that. So other statistics like I love asking you statistics because you're an analytical guy and, and you're dropping footballs in, in end zone type stuff. <laughs> um 33% of calls are missed. I said 30, 30, you taught me this 30 to 40% people don't call the number on the postcard. Mm -hmm. Um, what throw out some more statistics, Mr. Analytics. I, I love this stuff. It's great. Um, so yeah, I, I have a, a whole kind of like a chart here that we, we continue to track, but I would say one thing that I, I want to talk about a little bit on statistics is offers. So offers work. 100% of the time, and I don't have an exact amount on those offers. I can tell you what kind of I see is some of our top responding offers in general. What are those? Country. Yeah. But uh, in general, what is, has worked really well for your clients is, is a gift card type incentive. Uh, free whitening is still the number one offer in the country. It's not exciting, but put yourself here's why it works historically. And there's different ways to do it, right? If you don't want chair time, you can do a take home kit. You can do different things. But let me just present this to you. If a new patient, possible new patient, gets an advertising in the mail, they like what they see. Let's say, and I always say, play to your strengths. Look at this guy. Good old boy, put his cowboy hat. Man, he's the dentist. Look at this that face. Killed it. Look at killed that face. Yeah. And he still mails to this day, two years later, every month he mails. Crushes. It, he just, he's authentic. So be authentic. Find your strengths, whatever it may be. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a cool office, a nice looking office, put it on there. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a great team, An- put energetic it on team, put energetic, it, put it be on crazy there. on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Play to your strengths. You got a big family and you're a pediatric dentist, put it on put there. Put it on there. A hundred percent reviews, put it on there. Right. Like yeah. all those things. So play That's to your right. strengths, yeah. identify your brand. And okay. So next is offers. Um, the reason why free whitening works really well historically, and there's different scenarios of it, free whitening for life and a one time or a, you know, in office. But the reason why is simply this is if I have dental insurance and I can go to this office, I can go to five offices within three miles of me, but you are giving me free whitening with a paid new patient exam, x-ray cleaning. Well, those are already free to me in my mind, right? Yeah. The, the exam, x-ray cleaning, I can go any dentist with my insurance and do that. Right. But you're going to give me free whitening initially. Yeah. Boom. I'm going to give you a shot. Now it's your job to earn my business long-term, mm-hmm. right? That's where a free whitening for life comes into play is some people will, at six months, I'm going to give you another syringe of whitening as long as you keep your appointment. And that's kind of where that philosophy has came from. You get them hooked on something every yeah. six months, they're there for their appointment. Now, does it work longer term? I don't have the data on that, but I, I will say that gets, if I'm just tracking offers in general, now it is also used the most. So that would, yeah, uh, I was, you know, my brain went to that's yeah, like that would skew the results a bit. Okay, so free whitening definitely works. Gift cards definitely work. Uh, I, I've I've gotten the free electric toothbrush thing. Is that a common deal? Um, Does that work? It's I would say probably ten percent of the time. It's not a surprisingly not a good it's not as huge of a draw. Okay, what else? Um, what else works? If you are doing any sort of uh, orthodontic care, Invisalign or orthodontic. you need to have an offer and this you're already doing it. So it's not anything you're giving away. It's literally a free Invisalign consultation. And if you want, then add a dollar amount off on that 250 off more aggressive, 500 off something like that to get some cases going, but always show a free consultation for that for big cases, implants, Invisalign, I recommend to offer a free consultation. I know it's going to take a little bit of chair time, but the case value is such that it it can justify that in a lot of cases. I, so, uh, Aaron, one one of the things that my clients struggle with on <clears throat> some of the initial designs, and I don't want to go down a rat hole here, but there there's a lot of like, hey, there's a lot of offers on here. My my my, I've got cats in my brain when I look at this postcard. Uh-huh. What are you? What's your data on that? Like I, I, I say that in that everybody has different needs. Some people have insurance. Some people don't. That's why I like the membership plan. And we yes. just we just put out a dental menu episode, and we talk Perfect. about dental menu and memberships all the time. You know, we all of our clients yep. do uh-huh. that with you. Um, but I guess to that point is like everybody has different needs. So is the theory put a lot of offers hopefully that one of them sticks to to the audience or or yeah. should you do an offer that speaks to all and make it more laser focused like how, how do we yeah. yeah good question i i prefer the la- uh, or the 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 first with more offers typically i'll recommend two offers um to three offers uh on on the higher end um do i have some that have more yeah but i don't want as a startup especially guys all right, put yourself in 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 this mindset. You're a new kid in school, so to speak. The way you dress yourself, the way you present yourself to these neighborhoods is the type of practice that they're going to interpret, okay? Yeah. So if you plan on being the low-price leader in dentistry in your area, 
then you should absolutely market that. The mm-hmm. cheapest prices, the best things you can do. If you're more nothing on Nothing wrong with end, that, by the way. Nothing yeah, wrong. there's nothing wrong. If, if that's your angle, embrace it. Yeah. The problem is when someone uh, is that, but they're, or, or vice versa, they, they come across as this boutique spa, high-end dentistry, and then they do but that. they're really the low-end, you know, version of it, you know, yeah. cheaper dentistry, stuff like that. So understanding that is part of the stuff that they go through with you early on is understand this identity mm-hmm. and embrace it, like mm-hmm. play to your strengths. But um, the design, you're that new kid in school and how you present yourself is really important. So if you get too crazy with these big flashy offers, well, that's kind of how they're maybe interpreted. And they're also going to try to make you live up to that for a long, long time. Yeah. If someone remembers that, if we, they, if they see this flashy, mm-hmm. Hey, all new patients, free, 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 free. Well, if they come to you in seven months from now and it's not free they're, they're you know, they're, they're not yeah. as, as necessarily happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, I have a lot of conversations with that I, with my clients and, and most of my docs just don't like the word free because it just gives them that impression. You, you could be fishing for the wrong, the wrong patient, but, um, th- there's but a the big, there's cases, a big difference. I think it's worth it. Well, the, maybe the, the free, complimentary like, like a, consultation. Yeah. The consult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's totally fine. I, I get that. Yeah. But you know, I find that the gift cards is a nice neutral place to go because yes. whether I have insurance or I don't, I'd love an Amazon gift card. Um, right. whether, uh, I'm a, a cheap ass trying to try to find the next best deal interested in postcard, whether I'm not a cheap ass and I have a family and I'm just, you know, responsible with money, I'd yeah. like a gift card. So yeah. I, I think that to me, that's a great play and a safe play. Um, yes. it sounds like it does pretty well. And, and it goes both ways. It, it really does. And th- when you guys see those $49, $79 new patient special, those are obviously very common and very popular. Those are driving cash people, okay? So the, the reason why I like multiple offers is one, I want an offer that resonates with the cash world, mm-hmm. one that resonates with the insurance world, mm-hmm. free whitening, for example, mm-hmm. the, the dollar amount. Mm-hmm. But the gift card, to your point, really can incorporate everybody. It's a broader one. So okay. for startups, last, last thought on this is keep a broader net initially. Yeah. Even if you really want to do a lot of Invisalign cases, well, what about the person that needs four crowns and they think, oh, they're just an orthodontist. Yeah. So initially, especially now, as you get going and you see what's resonating, what's mm-hmm. responding, you can be more niche and mm-hmm. we can start fine tuning some of the designs. Mm-hmm. But initially, keep it broader because mm-hmm. you don't know how your practice is going to grow just yet. Yep, 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 yep. I'm a big fan of like first, if you're going to get aggressive with your offers, maybe you do first 100 patients type of a thing if you're going to get aggressive because it kind of sets the tone creates some scarcity that's a golden goose uh, principle from cialdini create some scarcity so that maybe it gets people off the couch i will say offers work because um because the ada i'm not sure if this is a 2020 statistic that's when i heard it but they said 40 percent of people did not see a dentist last year and i don't know if that was a 2020 or a 2021, wow. but yeah, 40%, that seems pretty accurate to me. And, and if you're trying to get 40% off the couch and they didn't go to a dentist last year, why are they going to go to a dentist this year? You're trying to get them off the couch. Yeah. And they literally can go to a dentist for basically free if, if you would. If they really looked. And, and they still don't go. So yeah, yeah, you've got to get them off the couch. And 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 that's where when, when you work with those two, we kind of talk about some seasonality, some different starbursts that work well, end of year, 
use your benefits before you lose them. Mm. I mean, there's different messages, right? Yep. Back to school, beat the back to school, blah, blah, blah. Yep, there's, yep. there's different timings, even around tax return, you'll start to see some bigger cases come in. Mm-hmm. So those, those are just kind of like that next level of, of how to continue to keep your direct mail effective. Dude, this could be a 15 hour conversation. <laughs> I, I love talking print with you, man. Cause uh, I used to be a print rep. That's the, that's the funny thing. I called Aaron up one day and said, so I used to sell this stuff. <laughs> and so, so you, so let's look at prices. Cause you know, I lo- I'm looking at it a little bit different. So yeah. And, um, so big picture, like if you're not, if you are doing direct mail or if you're considering direct mail, I would, I would highly recommend these guys. And it's, and it's mainly, sorry, Aaron, it's not the print quality. It's not, it's, it's customer service is great, but it's not even, it's not even all that. It's the fact that I know if it worked or didn't to me, that's worth whatever you're charging because you could do a pay-per-click campaign and get 15,000, 20,000 impressions I don't know what even what that even means impressions. Maybe someone from the, the the Google world can tell me, but like I don't even know how to comprehend. How did 15,000 people land on my website and I got 10 calls this week? Like right. That doesn't <laughs> even make sense to me. So I just love the fact that I know with Aaron and um anyway. Well, if you're if you're gonna start counting impressions, maybe I just well, ten thousand impressions. We hit ten thousand. Oh. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Good point. Good point. All right, guys. Well, uh Aaron, thanks, man. I I, I uh appreciate it. Um uh, thanks for always being a good sport. And um, yeah. you know, we could even get into some some how to pick up the phone, right? He he trains front office people all the yeah. time. And yeah, we we provide feedback just so you know I didn't mention it. it it's part of our service for free. I yeah. want Mary to be the best Mary for you mm-hmm. because it's gonna make you more money uh yeah. longer term. So all of this data is back for you. We give free front desk tips and training as we go. It's all I but, have yeah, I mean the bottom line, I so I I just the reason why I really resonate with this too is I consider myself a startup a few years ago. I left. A job. I was making big corporate America, a lot of money, do it, make, you know, just like a lot of you guys that worked for some of these other uh, DSOs and, the, and these big players out there, but you took a leap of faith and, mm-hmm. and I did too. And I, I took a chance to start my own business and, and, and trust it. So I really have a soft spot for startups. I love to see them grow. Some of my favorite ever most rewarding things that I've done over these 12 years of doing direct mail is when I get an email from you know, Dr. Fan or Dr. Smith, whoever it might be that says, Hey, you know, I did this startup. I was still working here two days a week and at my old place for three at the DSO for three days a week. But today's my last day. I finally have enough that I'm leaving that and I'm all in here. And those are, I have dozens of those and they're the most rewarding emails I get. Like you can see the change and that's, that's what you're doing. Trying to help put Dennis in position to be successful with good sound advice and recommendations that are, are going to eliminate a lot of costly mistakes that so many people make. Right so on, that's my man. closing words. Closing <laughs> closing arguments. I love it. If, if you doubt in direct mail, don't uh, talk to Aaron to see if you can fit it into your budget because I think it does a lot for you and it can be tracked. And so I guess without further ado, thanks again, man, for being on the program. Uh, and uh, folks, we're going to have all of Aaron's stuff below. So uh, please go to the description in this episode with iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, whatever you're doing, uh, click below and and reach out. Just have a conversation. The, the guy's not a salesman, even though he's passionate. He'll just educate like he just did today. And um, and like I like I said, 
he has walked away from some of my clients where programs didn't work. I mean, I, I mean that that's what it's all about. So I I, I highly suggest you, you reach out and just learn a little bit about print. So thanks again, Aaron. Pre- appreciate you. We will talk to you another day. Awesome. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another truth-filled episode of Startup Uncensored.